What's going on, everybody? Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And so today, I am continuing the 2022 season breakdown. And today's player that I'm breaking down is Josiah Gray. And really, the main question that I want to get to here and answer in today's show for all the fans out there who watch and consume the Nationals day in and day out is, is Josiah Gray really the ace of this staff moving forward? Find out after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And so let's take it back to 2021 trade deadline where we trade away Trey Turner and future Hall of Famer Max Scherzer. And hey, Trey Turner could be a future Hall of Famer. Who knows? He's on that pace really at this point. But yeah, we trade those two guys and you know, we know what they meant to this team and we know what they meant to the fan base and the city itself in that 2019 world series. They both played huge roles into that. And really over the last seven years of this team, they played massive roles in it or I guess six years at that point. But regardless, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer are cornerstones for nationals memories that we think of. Those are some of the, Top two guys that you think of, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, they're up there. When you say Nationals, those are the two guys you think of. A couple others as well. And so that was a tough trade to kind of swallow. That was really the sign of, yeah, we're tearing this thing down. That was our first, like, wow, you know? Because people forget we were only two and a half games back in June of the NL East in 2021 I believe which was the Mets at that at that point in the season if not the Mets and it was the Braves beside the point though was that trade really kind of stuck the blade in the heart for Nationals fans to where yeah we're rebuilding this is the end of what we once had which was a dominant decade and just complete success every single year and that was a tough one to say goodbye to. But then there was optimists. Eh, there were, there was a sense of optimism, I guess I could say, when we did trade those two pieces and we got back K. Bear Ruiz and Josiah Gray. Now K. Bear Ruiz, he was kind of a a main. He was kind of the main piece of that deal in a sense, to where he was one that we could count on moving forward. And he was kind of a sure thing really coming out of the Dodgers system there. Josiah Gray, on the other hand, he was a 2019 second round pick from the Cincinnati Reds and the Reds obviously traded him over to the Dodgers. And then the Dodgers traded him over to the nationals in 2021. And Josiah Gray was another prize prospect for them. He was a top 50 prospect in baseball And when you're a top 50 prospect in baseball, you're going to have high expectations. And with those high expectations becomes a lot of pressure. And sometimes that's really tough for young guys to overcome that pressure and eventually put on a a good showing 
for fans and for the team and just whatever they have to do. They just have to do their job. And let's be honest with ourselves. We love Josiah Gray. I think the potential is there for him to be a guy moving forward in a rotation for a good team. But the fact of the matter is right now, we haven't seen that. And we got to be honest with ourselves with that. I think we want to make Josiah Gray work more than he's actually working right now with the Nationals. And that's not to say that he's not working hard, but it just hasn't really worked out yet. I don't know what the real issue is with it, but the numbers don't lie. And when I look at the numbers, I see a mediocre pitcher. I'm not saying he's mediocre, but that's what the numbers say. You let all of majors in home runs this season. And it was by a long shot. He gave up 38 home runs in 148 and two-thirds innings pitched this year. You know who was second? Garrett Cole. 33 home runs in 200 innings pitched this year. And then after that, 32 home runs with from Robbie Ray, who pitched 189 innings this year for the Mariners. That's a lot of home runs. 38 home runs that led all of the MLB. And second was Garrett Cole giving up 33, which is a problem in itself, but that's not my problem. That's for Stace over locked on Yankees. That's her problem. She's got to deal with. But the point is, is you we all expected more with Josiah Gray. Let's just call it what it is. When we trade Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, we're expecting two cornerstones for this rebuild and kind of have that core to build around. I think I I hit on this earlier that I think Kiber Ruiz has done that, and I think he'll continue to do it. Obviously, he hasn't done everything at the plate that we want him to do, but we see it behind the plate. And when he's sitting there taking his hacks, I think he's getting better, and he got hot to end this season. But today's about Josiah Gray, and I really just want to get into that, into what I'm really feeling about him moving forward, and can he really be an ace of this team? Can he be that guy you give the ball every five days and you know you're going to have five-plus innings with two earned runs, seven strikeouts, and just kind of be that guy that you rely on and you know that you're going to have your best chance to win that night with your ace on the mound? I'm not saying that Josiah is going to be a Cy Young candidate, and I'm not saying that that's what we expected him to be, because that's not. We didn't. But what I did expect was, you know, maybe someone who could turn into an ace. He has that potential. He's got the arsenal. He's got the wicked slider that we see. But he didn't really take that step this year. And I think Nats fans are kind of, it's a tough pill to swallow in a sense, knowing that you traded away Scherzer and Turner for this guy as long alongside with key bear Ruiz. And we're not really seeing the proof in the pudding yet that he's going to be an ace moving forward that we can rely on. And why I say that is it's just, you're not seeing it yet. You know, he, he was given up over a home run per start. 38 of them this year led the majors. It wasn't close. And with that being said is it is concerning and you should be slightly concerned 
Now, I'm not ringing the alarm bells just quite yet and calling him a bust because it's way too early in a rebuilding team. And I, I touched on this two weeks ago. Jim Hickey's a pitching coach. He's a dinosaur, and he shouldn't be being a pitching coach in 2022. Sorry. That's just – it is what it is. It is. But I look at it, and he's got the stuff for it. And it's so tough when you see the things that you want to see, but it's not happening all the time. You know, Christmas is only once a year. I want it to be 365 days a year. I want it to be every five days when Josiah's Gray's coming out to start. And we can rely on him to carry this team and put it on its back and be that ace that people thought that he could turn into. And quite frankly, if Mike Rizzo is sitting in there making that trade, trading away Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, you should expect for him to be that ace. When you're trading away those two guys and what they meant here and just what they are in the game of baseball and how dominant they are, you re- you expect to get those dominant players in return. Yeah, those Scherzer was a rental. Yeah, Trey Turner had a year and a half on his deal left, but still. That was a win-now move for the Dodgers, obviously, as they've been great forever. And they have the farm system, and they traded away two of their top guys for them. And if you know the Dodgers, you know that something that they do better than anybody, in my mind, is player development and develop their guys. And so when I saw that we got Josiah Gray in return, I was excited because I knew we had an, an opportunity to turn this guy into someone that we can really put on posters outside Nationals Park here in D.C. and get excited about him every five days. It's just unfortunate that we really haven't been able to see that yet out of Josiah. Now, I'm not saying that that won't happen down the line. But is it time to say that he's the ace of this team? Like, when you really look back on it, first off, do we really have an ace of this team? Probably not. And so Josiah Gray is a year and a half into his majors career. He was in on in the major league. He was on the major league roster all season long. And this is his first full season in the majors. There's a lot of bumps and bruises on the way to get here, to play a full 162 game slate and have however many starts that he had this year. He had a lot of them. He had 28 starts this season. It's a lot of games, especially for a 24-year-old who's young. But the thing is also about this rebuilding process is there's not a lot of pressure. There isn't. But when you're traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, those two big names, and you kind of have a bigger market with D.C., and people are going to be talking about Josiah Gray when he starts, some of that could get to you. I'm not saying that it did. Josiah Gray grew up in New York, right around New York City. So this guy, he knows what bigger markets are like, and he knows what to expect when it comes to media asking him questions or and talking about him. He, he expects this at this point. He's a professional. He knows. And he handles that all tremendously. Josiah Gray, the person, is an A-plus person. But the pitcher, Josiah Gray, right now, the ace that we thought we were getting, I just don't think we're getting that guy that we once thought we were we were getting. But that's not that's not really a problem, you know. 
You can be a two-starter. You can be a three-starter. 2019, Patrick Corbin was our three-starter. He had a 3-3 ERA. Now, Josiah Gray this year had a 5-0-2 ERA, and he had a 5-3-1 ERA in 12 starts with the Nationals last year as well. So, like, did he improve his overall numbers? Yeah, he did. But the thing that really concerns me about this is, and that I haven't mentioned yet, is that he also led the NL in base on balls. Leading the NL in walks and leading the whole MLB in home runs given up. He struck out 154 batters in 148 innings, which is good. It's pretty good. It's nothing crazy. It's above average, I'd say. But when you have those expectations to come in and, and replace Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, those expectations skyrocket. But I'll get into more of Josiah Gray here. But first, I need to tell you about my friends over at Roan. Dress shirts are tricky. It's hard to find one that fits right while also being comfortable and matches your style. Plus, with all the hustle and bustle you got going on, you need a dress shirt that looks good enough to get the deal done at work, but is comfortable enough to play catch with your kid after dropping him at practice. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Mobility is everything. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. Looking good is easy. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle-release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. Odor-free tech with Gold Fusion anti-odor technology. You'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable So, you, as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's just that easy. And as it's machine washable, you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. It's that simple. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use code locked on. Back to Josiah Gray as I was getting into if he would be the ace of the staff moving forward. And to quickly answer that, no, I don't think that. And I'm not going to shut the door completely on it, but I'm a betting man. I like to bet. I look over at my friends that bet online a lot. And if I was a betting man to put money on this, no, I don't think he's an ace. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm one of those guys to where, you can tell me all about Bigfoot and all about the ghosts and all about aliens, but I got to see it to believe it. That's just the way I am, and that's the way that I will continue to be. And right now, I just haven't seen that from Josiah Gray. He could turn it around and potentially be a guy that you count on, but the numbers are the numbers, and I can't just look away from it. And that's the frustrating part because – like I've been saying all episode long, you're trade away from Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, man. That's tough. 
it's tough. He knew that he was coming into a fan base that was completely deflated after a 2019 World Series win, and then you stink in 2020, and you stink in 2021, and he was one being traded away for the two most lovable players in D.C. sports history, and he's in the return on that deal, and he's got to replace that. There's pressure there, I'll admit. But it's also nice in a sense to where he doesn't have to be stressed about winning. He has time to go through these bumpy roads that could potentially lead to a beautiful place, Davey Martinez style. But do I count on that with Josiah Gray right now? No, no, no. And I don't think you guys should either. Don't get your hopes up for what could be a letdown. I think right now the expectation for Josiah Grace going into 2023, or actually not really in 2023 because we don't have the stable that we will have when we are a playoff team. This will not be the pitching rotation that we have right now. It'll be completely different. Josiah Gray should be on that rotation, but I look at Josiah Gray and I see a three-starter, a two-starter really at best at this point. He's got the stuff for it. I'm not going to lie. I see that slider. I see it. It's a great pitch. It's something that he used frequently. He uses four-seam fastball in 39% of that bats this year. He uses slider in 29%, a curveball in 24%, and a, he even had a sinker at 3.7%, and he threw a changeup at 3% as well this year in at-bats. It's a lot of pitches. He's using his four-seam fastball at 40% of at-bats seamlessly. His slider in 30%. Then he even mixed in his curveball as well. And I see this drop-off right now, which the graph I have from baseballsavin.mlb.com. In 2021, he threw his fastball a whopping 51.6% of the time. And that dropped off to this year being 39% of the time. What's the thinking behind that as to why he did that? Truthfully, I don't really know. And it's kind of made me scratch my head a bit. Last year in 2021, he gave up a lot of home runs as well. I believe he gave up 15 home runs in his 12 starts in the majors. It's a lot of home runs if you don't know. But what makes that drop off? What what makes you, is it a lack of confidence in it to where guys where you're missing your spot? And when you miss your spot, they're going to put the ball over the fence. It's a different animal in the pros especially in the NL East. The NL East is loaded with talent right now. Loaded. And then I look at his slider. He was using his slider around 20% of the time last year in 2021. This year in 2022, he used it at a much more frequent rate of around 30% of his total pitches. His curveball, he used this year 25% of the time, and last year is about 25% as well. And his changeup didn't really change. He used it about 3% of the time, just like in 2021 as well. And so what does all this mean? What, what does this mean for Josiah Gray? Because he's got the stuff. You see it. You see the spin. His spin rates are wicked. He's got the junk. He's got the stuff. He's kind of got that ace mentality in a sense to where he kind of dominates the mound and doesn't really allow hitters to dominate the time at the plate 
He rushes people's at-bats, which is a good thing. He has tempo. He knows what he wants, and I see that, and that's awesome. But I also need to see results, and it's a result-based business, which is sports. Same with podcasting. I'm not saying that I get it for Josiah, because I don't. I'm not going out there and having 20,000 fans watch me every single day. That's not what I do. Hopefully, I get 20,000 people listen sometime. (laughs) That'd be cool. That's down the road. And with Josiah Gray, it's tough. It's tough to follow the act of Max Scherzer and alongside with Trey Turner in that deal. And so does that, and I think that kind of plays with my whole expectations in a Josiah Gray to where you can't ignore the fact that we traded away Max Scherzer, the best pitcher that ever wore a Washington Nationals uniform and probably the best pitcher to ever wear a Nationals uniform and could be one of the greatest pitchers of all time when it's all said and done. It's a tough fact to follow. No denying that. But I need to see some improvement. I need to. Like, the beginning of the year, I think he actually, his best month this season was in April when he had a finish with a 4.05 ERA after having four starts. He had two really good starts when he only gave up In five innings, in his second start of the season against Atlanta, he had five strikeouts in five innings pitched and only gave up one hit, had one hit batter. And then to follow that up, he played against Arizona and and pitched five and a third innings, gave up three hits and one earned run, two walks, eight strikeouts, and gave up a home run that game. And then in that last inning, or that last start, excuse me, that last start of April, was not great. He hit five and two-thirds innings, four earned runs, three walks, ten strikeouts with the home run given up. Gave up three home runs in that April out of his four starts. Nothing crazy, but then again, you look at it here, to end the season from really the summer on, July through September, it was not good. And that was his worst stretch of the season to really finish off, which was deflating to say the least the numbers here Josiah Gray was getting whacked around by not just power hitters not just Pete Alonzo not just Matt Olson everyone batters from July 1st all the way through his last start September 28th hitters were batting a whopping 266 against him with a 343 on base percentage that was good for a 903 OPS. Guys, that's 14 starts. If you were to just put that stat line and put it on whatever player, that's an all-star right there. That's an all-star. 903 OPS with a 560 slugging percentage, that's crazy. And that's alarming. And I say this. I said this a couple weeks ago to where I blame Jim Hickey a lot for what this has become and kind of the lack of development, and not just Jim Hickey. Davey Martinez gets it as well, and Mike Rizzo gets some of it also. And that's the part to where we need these young guys to develop, and we need them to be glues for the foundation moving forward into our next postseason team. And I didn't see that this year from Josiah. And that's just concerning. 
Now, I will say I'm going to give him his flowers for his last start of the year, which was probably one of his best starts all season, to be honest with you. He went six innings pitched against the Atlanta Braves at home. Six innings, two hits, one earned run, two walks, and two strikeouts with one home run given up. That's not bad. Only two hits. One of them was a home run. One earned run. That's one of his better starts all year. Six innings pitch. That's impressive. He did, he only really went over six innings pitch like one, two times this year, I believe. And one of those times being in Texas, if I remember correctly. So this is someone who didn't really have much leash, as to say, when he was out there on the mound. If he was getting in trouble, they were going to pull him. And maybe that's part of it, too, to where they were kind of playing it too conservative and not allowing him to work through his struggles, and they were just kind of pulling him out in the middle of it. And I think that's something to where when you're on a rebuilding team, that is necessary. You have to work through your struggles, and you have to get rid of the slump and find ways to get out of the problems that you may have created. And Davey Martinez and the staff did a poor job with that this year, in my opinion for a lost season entirely. That's what it was. It was a lost season. Call it as it is. A spade's a spade. It's just who I am. But to answer my whole question with this, to where is Josiah Gray the ace of the staff moving forward? To shorten up this whole episode, no, he's not. And I'm not counting on him to be that. That's just where we are with this team moving forward. I do not expect Josiah Gray to be the ace of the staff. I expect him to be a two-starter or a three-starter, and he's going to complement the ace of the staff very well for whenever that ace comes. Maybe it's Yarlin Susanna, the 18-year-old who throws 102 miles per hour that we got back in the Padres trade. Maybe Jackson Rutledge shocks the world and turns into the ace that we once thought he could be when he draft when we drafted him in 2019. Maybe. But he was down in low A all year, so I'm not really counting on that. We got guys coming. We do. But I'm not relying on Josiah Gray to be the ace. And I don't think you should either. So thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, I will talk to you tomorrow, and we will continue the season breakdown and... We'll get into some 2022 Nationals. Stay tuned. You'll figure that one out tomorrow. Have a good one.